What's up, what's up, what is up everybody? Hello and welcome to Critically Aroused, the podcast where we ask, do we even need film critics? And then we review a movie. My name is Blaine Andrews and I'm actually just popping in real quick for a short mini review this week. We uh, we had we're tossing around different plans, and there wasn't anything coming out right in time that we wanted to review. So I'm actually jumping back and going to be talking about Synchronic, the uh, film that technically came out last year. It's a sci-fi drama thriller starring Anthony Mackie and Jamie Dorian primarily, and this thing is directed by Justin Benson. And Aaron Moorhead, and it's actually written by Justin Benson as well. These are two up-and-coming indie directors that I haven't seen any of their previous work. But the one film that I think gained some buzz was a movie called The Endless that they did several years back. And I actually think I'm going to go back now and check that out. But So I'm going to follow primarily the normal format, but it's just going to be me and it'll be much shortened down as compared to how we normally do this. So I'll give you an idea of what you're getting into with this movie without any kind of spoilers up front. So that way, if you haven't seen it and trying to debate on it, maybe that'll help sway you one way or another. So as far as who should and shouldn't see this movie, this one's pretty interesting. I mean, if you aren't into your deeper cerebral sci-fi type films you probably won't like this also into more of the kind of trippy drug type movies this is fits a little bit into that category as well it's it's very much doing its own thing and it's and it's tr- having some new ideas that I've never seen before but if you're not into those type of movies, and definitely a little bit of a darker tone to it as well, this isn't necessarily a happy-go-lucky movie. It doesn't mean that there isn't fun to be had um, or lighter moments, but it is a darker... Uh, the cinematography itself and the tone is a bit darker, but there definitely is still some fun here. But if if that doesn't really tickle your fancy, then this might not be for you. But it does have Anthony Mackie, who's kind of the new hotness right now, especially with Falcon and Winter Soldier out. Now that's going to come with varying <laughs> levels of uh, enjoyment, depending on where you sit with that show, especially after the uh, finale just aired this past Friday. And I think myself and many others uh, weren't very pleased with it, especially since they just full-blown went off the SJW uh, cliff with this one. And they had been tiptoeing around it for sure all season, but they really went there all the way on the finale. And so I left not happy with it, but I still really like Anthony Mackie, and I think he was doing a good job in that show. And so if you're into what he's doing, this is definitely a good one for you. And as far as Jamie Dorian goes, he's who you'd know from Fifty Shades of Grey, and he's done some other work now, too, over the years, but I have not seen a single thing that he's ever done, so this was actually my interju- introduction into Jamie Dorian flicks, so that was interesting seeing him in this as well. Now, as far as the Rotten Tomato score goes, I have not seen it. I have no idea what the critics are saying about this. I might, well, I will. At the end, I'll touch in on that for a quick minute and and talk about what I think about how the scores turned out to be. So that'll be interesting. I've never actually done that by myself, as opposed to normally doing it with the other guys on the podcast. So I'll... I'm going to guess that there's a good chance that the critics probably like this. And I think all around it's going to have, you know, it's definitely going to be above the 50% range. I'm guessing probably somewhere around 85 for critics from 
on Rotten Tomatoes and maybe a 82 from audience. So right there around the same. I think this thing is probably going to be enjoyed by a lot of people would be my guess. And the scores are going to be higher, but who knows with Rotten Tomatoes. So from here on out, I'm just basically going to talk about the spoilers and kind of get into what this movie is about. And I guess I can give you the brief synopsis, which is that it's basically about two New Orleans paramedics who start encountering a strange series of incidents and deaths and they're all of a very strange nature and they start to see a connection to some new drug and that's all I really want to say about it because I feel like I haven't seen the trailer for this but I feel like there's a good chance the trailer gives away more than I would ever want to know but this one is one that is is a very nice surprise when you really get into what this movie is actually about. It's a pretty wild concept and deeper sci-fi than it feels like it's going to be in the front end, which is more of a drama for the first little bit of it. So anyways, that's basically your synopsis. And so from here on out, I'm going to go ahead and just roll on with the spoilers for this movie. So I will say up front, 100%, I absolutely love this movie. It's awesome. This is a very, very good film. I liked everything that it was doing. And honestly, I've had trouble even coming up with many complaints about the film. There wasn't anything that jumped out at me that I just really didn't like. Honestly, more than anything, I kind of just wanted to see more of the movie. And I don't think it was that long from what I'm seeing here. It looks like it was an hour and 45 minutes. So a decent leap to it. I would have been fine with a two hour movie and then getting even more experimental and very out there with it. But I did really like it a lot. The, the The cinematography itself is fantastic. There's a lot of great shots in this movie. There are these really nice, uh, large panoramic views of the, the sky. And they're definitely computer generated, but where it gives it this look of like a galaxy and a universe when the camera's kind of flipping around. And there's just a lot of interesting angles and colors that are in those scenes. And it's definitely teasing to the main concept of the film, which is that this drug synchronic that has been created can actually alter reality and makes people either if you're younger and your pineal gland uh, basically is, is larger for the younger people, it, it will actually make them time travel. And then for for older folks, it will make them basically phase in and out of time, which can make really bad things happen to them because of getting things like bitten by snakes or falling up from high heights. And it just a large number of things were happening and that those, the older people are who was dying and then younger people are completely going missing because they're time traveling and not being able to come back, come back. So I've never seen anything like this. The concept itself is wild and extremely original and unique. And I, this is just the type of thing I love to see. I totally support any kind of new content, new ideas. Obviously multiple parts of this are things that you've seen before, but as a whole, I've never seen anything quite like this. And so that I, it was just a breath of fresh air and I'd highly recommend it. And as far as the acting goes with, uh, with Jamie Dorian and with Anthony Mackie, I thought both of them were fantastic. They worked well together 
And, you know, maybe I would have even liked to see a little bit more of that if maybe they could have time traveled together or something along those lines. But I guess maybe that would be my only complaint was the the very big coincidence in the fact Mm -hmm. that Anthony Mackie happened to have an ability, well, his pineal gland, because of a, I think a tumor or something that he had, was causing him, he was basically the only adult that could time travel because his pineal gland was enlarged. And it was just extremely, it's a large coincidence, I guess is the best way to put it. And it's a little kind of like, okay, you know, movie magic type stuff. But you know, outside of that, I, there wasn't a lot of complaints. But the two of them together, Mackie and, and Dorian, they they worked great together. They had a good back and forth. You could tell that these guys, that these characters had known each other for a long time, that they'd grown up together, worked together for years. They're best friends for as long as they could remember pretty much. And all of that worked fantastically. I thought these guys did really well together. And actually, it did give me a lot of vibes of how Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan are on Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, it was almost a similar kind of vibe, except for these guys had known each other a lot longer. And they they got along, you know, a bit better. <laughs> Not a whole lot, though. But it really just... The concept, the ideas, the imagery, the idea that Jamie Dorian's daughter goes missing because she did the drug and then Anthony Mackie trying to figure out how to save her and bring her back. All of that worked great. And it was just a blast to watch. There were some really funny moments with Anthony Mackie where he's figuring out how the time traveling works and everything surrounding that was just really cool. So I definitely say to check this movie out. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to deep dive too, too much more into this. I'd say just check it out if you haven't. And if you have, I'd be really interested to hear what you thought about it. But all in all, I thought that it worked really well. And I honestly would have just loved to see more from this world and, and from, you know, the time travel aspect. And maybe if somebody else was able to travel besides Anthony Mackie. But what I do want to do is, as usual, we normally go ahead and check out what Rotten Tomatoes has to say. So I do want to look at that really quick and and see what the general consensus on this was for uh, Synchronic. And sorry, I, I normally have this pulled up and totally forgot. So let's take a look here. From what I am seeing... If it ever pulls up. Oh, wow. Okay. So I wasn't far off. Uh, Instead of being in the 80s from both, it was actually in the 70s. So we have a 79 from the critics, which is 151 critics actually reviewed this, and 76 from the audience. So it's almost about as big of a gap as I thought it was going to end up being between the two. So this is this is a really it's a pretty solid score. I would love to see a bit higher, but you know, beggars can't be choosers. Technically this is certified fresh. So, you know, that that's good to see, but I am curious more than anything to see what some of the complaints were about this movie from some of the critics because I like I said I had a bit of trouble actually even finding many issues with the movie. Um, so here, this is, uh, David Sutton from the Australian. He says, Mackie and Dorian do their best with their intrepid characters, though Dorian is sidelined for much of the time, while the women have little opportunity to register as interesting characters. 
I mean, I, I guess that is true about the women in the movie. They, there wasn't a whole lot to their characters, but it was really about these two men's relationship. And then even more, it was about Anthony Mackie's journey and dealing with the fact that he had a brain tumor and and what he was going to do with his life and moving past that. But I did feel like Dorian did get sidelined a little bit, but none of this would really be a complaint. And this guy gave it a one out of five. I mean, just absolutely brutal. I mean, I really did not think it was you know, needed to be worked over as bad as that. So, uh, here, this is a uh, commode Mayo's film review. This is Mark commode. He says, uh, a sci-fi inflicted st- in story. This might be the least successful of the creator's films. It does look a bit on the cheap. Hmm. Uh, the initial idea is really interesting, but when you get down to it, it's a straight to video B movie. And I just do not agree with that either. I, I mean, uh, I mean, I guess maybe it wasn't like this big A-list movie, but at the same time, it was just an indie film. And I don't really consider indie films B-movies, per se. They're just doing something typically different than your big-budget films are. And this just doesn't really seem like a solid assessment of what this was. I feel like you're delegitimizing indie films by calling them some sort of straight-to-video B-movie. It's like all that's allowed to exist is this some sort of, you know, alpha A-tier list of of movies, which I think is just kind of absurd. And, I mean, it felt like an indie movie, if that's what you're getting at, but I don't think it felt cheap. I I feel like that's a disservice to this movie as well. So I'm really not agreeing with these guys in regards to that. Um, Now, here's somebody from the Times UK. This is Kevin Maurer. Uh, he says, by turns gloomy, heavy shadows, ominous score, can agree with that definitely, the deeply goofy C-plot premise, uh, the film is underpinned by some easygoing chemistry between the co-leads Anthony Mackie and Jamie Dorney, uh, Dorian, and he gave it a 3 out of 5, which is fairly, it's okay, I guess, but I do agree with a lot of what he had to say, I mean, it was a heavier, you know, feel to it, even if, I didn't find it deeply goofy, though, I thought it was a really fun premise that it felt like Anthony Mackie was having a lot of fun making. Now, here's one more I'll read with uh, Empire Magazine. Uh, This is Dan Jolin, uh, who said, A smart indie sci-fi which has much to say and some great ideas, all wrapped up in a designer drug-based premise that makes it sound less interesting than it actually is. And that I do completely agree with. He gave it a 4 out of 5. I can totally get on board with all of that. I mean, this wasn't an absolutely perfect movie, but by no means was it bad or cheap or what some of the other individuals were saying. And I do think that just by the, the the sheer plot synopsis, it does not sound nearly as interesting as the film actually comes out to be. So all in all, I uh, I totally dug this thing, and I'm really happy that it's got at least a semi-decent Rotten Tomato score. So hopefully this will help drive people to go see it. I wish it was in the 80s or 90s because that really makes people jump, you know, at something versus the lower scores. But 79 is pretty stinking high for Rotten Tomatoes, so especially from critics. So yeah, I'm all on board with this movie, and I would definitely recommend it. Check it out. Let me know in the comments or you know on our YouTube or 
on social media, definitely let us know. And make sure to like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Check out everything we've been doing. And just so you know, next week we are actually going to be talking about Mortal Kombat, which I am extremely excited about. That's coming out really soon. Or, well, actually, technically it's already out uh, by the time you're seeing this. And I will have seen it. But we are all, well, at least me and Matt are pretty excited to see it. So you'll get to hear all our opinions about it and if it actually lived up to uh, our our self-induced hype. So take a, take a look out for all that and like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And as usual, thanks to Cats Music. Thanks to Aubrey Troutman for doing our uh, for doing our logo. And until then, we will see you next week, guys. Oh, and I'll be adding a surprise song to our send-off song playlist. I don't have it pulled up right now, but make sure to go and check in the show notes. And you can get a link for our, our send-off song playlist. Or we actually have built some of the playlists out on YouTube still. So I can't but definitely check out all our synopsis songs, but...